Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney. So what? Welcome. It's the Friday morning episode. You get it on Thursday evening this time if you're an IFS subscriber. Um, a couple of things we're going to be adding to our IFS subscription offering. We should probably mention them now. Oh, yeah. Uh, if, you, if you haven't listened to the Melchester Odyssey, um, today, Thursday, there's a story running in there called I forgot what it's called now. Races Roy, Rocket, Races Rocket, Races Rocket, mm. Races Rocket, and it's Roy Race. It's a separate story. Roy Race and his uh, side hustle, you could call it. I've decided uh, there should be a separate story, just about me. But this one's about you. Yeah, but. It, is it exclusively about me? Well, it's literally called Roy the Rovers. All right, well, yeah, I just yeah. want another one about a different aspects of my life. <laughs> yeah, the thing is, though, that one, it's got Duncan, it's got it's got uh, th- this new lad we've signed, I forgot his name, Blackie's in there. It's annoying in a way, uh, they get in the way, don't they? I want one that's just about me, driving fast cars around. <laughs> <laughs> and it feels very diveable. So we're going to do some... Um, Probably mini episodes covering each of those because there's, there's three of them I've discovered already. Um, mm. Three weeks behind on it. We'll do them, but they'll be IFS Turbo only, forever. They'll never be released on the free-to-air feed. Yeah, what we thought was we thought it'd be nice because um, we want to always show our Turbo subscribers, our, our elite-level subscribers, how grateful we are for their extra, extra special support. Mm. We thought... Let's just start putting extra content, spin-off series on there just exclusively for them to say thanks. And yeah. um, I think that's, uh, I think they're going to enjoy it. I think this is going to be good. Hmm. Yeah. And we'll so have fun doing it too. Starting. I don't know how long it'll last for. It depends how many weeks this Racy's Rocket story went on for. I don't know how many there was, but we'll do them. Um, <clears throat> what was the thing we talked about? The Gibbons rig? The Gibbons rig. The Gibbons now, rig. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's that was gonna, gonna be that was going to be a, an extra tier. We we toyed with the idea of another extra tier, which would feature the Gibbons rig, which was exclusive animal content, short mini pods on various different animals from the animal kingdom. I mean, there's loads, there's endless ones. If you think about it, you got dogs, elephants, mm. and eaters. I mean, to name but three. That's just three. Uh, rats. Four. There you go. Um, but, the, you know, we could keep going for weeks. There's at least a year's worth of different animals, isn't there, in, in the animal so. kingdom? Yeah. Um, yeah. So we, we were fit. We, we thought, oh, let's do a new new level. And then again, we just thought, yeah, but these turbo people are, are the best. So let's just chuck it into the turbo Give subscription a, a model. Extra. Mm. So animal related uh, episodes uh, under the name The Gibbons Rig. So they'll be. And I don't, well. I don't want to stretch it, but just to float it out there, and I, I did float this recently, but you were quite rightly appalled at the very idea. 
But I have, I uh, don't know what it is, maybe it's because it's the start of the season. I have this strange idea that we should start doing football content as well, <laughs> as uh, in mini-episode form on on the Turbo. But yeah. I don't know. I, mean, I, I, I respect the fact that you're appalled by that idea, and I, I'm... I recognise that it's a strange thing for me to say. But I just yeah. the other day thought, oh, let's just do little episodes about football sometimes and chuck it in the turbo. It feels perverse, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, it is. I mean, yeah. Um, well, I've, I've tried twice now to, to launch football podcasts. I know, go for the hat trick. Both times realised that, you but know, so, so, sometimes, football's really dull. Sometimes we, we drift into football chat and yeah, I come over there. Oh, that was quite fun. Mm. I'm not convinced. <laughs> okay, You've got right. a football podcast already. You've got West Ham. Oh, I got one. my West Ham one. Yeah, but that's just West Ham. I actually really like doing that because the thing is, I love talking about West Ham, and right. I'm less keen on football generally. Um, yeah. I quite like football. I like what I like is talking about old international football tournaments with you. That's really mm. good fun. I love that. I love that. Yeah. Well. Maybe we'll we, do a we Euro series. We've already done Euro yeah. 80. Maybe we'll do the others on the turbo. May, I'm just yeah. saying maybe, Andy. Yeah. Oh, Either way, it's a good time. If you're platinum or any of the other tiers, all of which are wonderful, legitimate t- tiers, now's mm. the time to upgrade to turbo because you get a lot of extra stuff and there's more extra stuff coming. Yeah. If you, if you, if you, what is, what's the other one called? IFS platinum if you're platinum it's about an extra quid a week i've got turbo one pound extra turbo. you get you get a load of extra stuff don't you you get our live video stream once a month as well they're right laugh we did Which one of those this week best i mean fun. we we did one wasn't it last night and to be honest it was so good and we had so much fun i arrive at today's friday episode thinking well we've spent all our content all over our jaded. live stream last night yeah understandable Understand. Speaking of, well, talk football if you want. News has just come through in the last thirty minutes that Sunderland have accepted an offer for our best player, Ross Stewart, uh, oh, from Southampton. He's Southampton. going there for a fee of about um, eight million, I think. Uh, I don't know. know if that's eight million including add-ons, but he's in the last year of his contract, and basically we haven't um, paid him what Sorted he's worth. It out. We haven't paid him what he's worth. We've run his contract down. We're getting eight million for him with a year left on his contract. But there you go. What what, what can you bit buy? Bit late with in the window though, as well, isn't it? I mean, eight yeah. million, fine, but it's a bit yeah. late in the window. What are you supposed to do with that money at this stage? But who, who could you buy for eight million that'll that'll come and do what Ross Stewart could do? Anyway, that's um, that's frustrating. I have, I have, am I right I in thinking that Jamal Baptiste signed for Sunderland, or I imagine that from West Ham? You've imagined that centre back just broken this afternoon. Oh right? no, no, no! no. So it, he's no. Ne- you've never had a player called Jamal Baptiste at Sunderland. Not that I'm aware of. Okay, must no. have dreamt the whole thing. Who is he? Is he West Ham? He was a West Ham player in our youth team. He did sign one player, at least one player from our sort of academy or our under 23s. I think he might have been a fullback though. Mm. And uh, anyway, he's he's now signed for City. Anyway, look, see, this is what we do. We talk about football here, mate. And not even like mainstream football, like strange de- transfer deals that unless you were a fan of one of the clubs involved, you're just not interested yeah, nothing. in. So we are about seven minutes in this episode. We've spent some of it begging for more money and yeah. then some of it talking about really niche football stuff that no mm. one's interested in. So um, it's bad, isn't it? We better wrap our game. I don't see how that's going 
going to attract any more people to custom just to give us money. Yeah, it's pretty pretty weak, really. Um, what else is going on? What I've been to on? the National Archives in Kew today. Again, uh, this afternoon. Well, I haven't been there for a while. I went was there it ju- professional capacity. No, no, no. I just went. My, you know, it was like um, I've been having this sort of adventurous week because the the kids are away in the Isle of Wight, yeah. and we found a new dog sitting app, which allows us to have some hours to ourselves away from the the constant ball ache of dog ownership. Right, which the dog's yes, still unable to be left alone. You, you did warn me about. I know, I know. Uh, I love the dog. I love having a dog, but fuck me, it's a fucking hassle. Anyway, it's at the moment the dog is going through a a, a huge um, barking phase. I know all dogs oh. bark, but at the moment the dog is going through a phase where it will bark incessantly without pause for two hour stretches. Andy, right? So that's not that, good. That's not good, and that's confusing. It reminds me of that bit in this one of my favourite lines in The Sopranos when Anthony falls to sleep. What's his girlfriend called? Um, I can't remember, but you know, and Anthony's got his girlfriend that he lives with in The Sopranos. Adriana. Oh, sorry, yeah, Christopher. Yeah, Adriana. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so Christopher has fallen asleep on. uh, uh, He's got high on heroin, and he's fallen asleep on Adriana's dog, and it has died. Crossette. Yes, and then they. Stage an intervention, which is one of my all-time favourite scenes in anything. Is my the intervention? My daughter's just been watching that. My daughter's been watching yeah. that episode today. That episode. Well, that's one of the yeah. best episodes ever, and they did. Yeah. And what, one of the funniest bits in the intervention, which obviously goes badly wrong, is when they all have to share things that he's done whilst on drugs, and she <laughs> says, "You killed my dog," and Paulie Walnut said, "You killed a dog? Why? Was it barking?" <laughs> that's yeah that's a reason that he can imagine having to kill a dog whenever it just barks. whenever anyone whenever anyone is unsure about who the best character on the sopranos is the answer is paulie walnuts, paulie walnuts of course yeah easily the the most the, the best lines um in fact you can watch fantastic super cuts of paulie walnuts can't you on youtube and waste a good Good half a day oh, doing that, no God, problem. Yeah, I never thought of looking for that. I'll no do that problem. Tonight, maybe. There's great supercuts of Paulie Walnuts Fucking up hell. there. Um, so I went. So anyway, the, the we got this dog sitting app. So we've we've managed to source some dog sitters who who seem to like the dog despite the fact it barks a lot. And uh, so we've been me and my wife been doing some nice little day trips and curiosities and going to the movies and. We went mm-hmm. to the National Archive. Fucking hell, it's a good place. You went there for the Cold War thing, didn't you? I went for the Cold War thing. It was excellent. Yeah, I did get chased by a goose. Yeah, there uh, are though, geese there. But the that sort of, to me, that lends it a sort of a little bit of excitement and jeopardy. The fact yeah, that you have peril. to run the yeah. gauntlet, you know. Uh-huh. You don't get that many libraries. It's fucking near to me. And I was in there today and I was thinking, oh, I said to my wife, I said, why don't we come here like every day? Because <laughs> it's it's like a huge library, and we could just like sit here and do work. And there's a ca- and there's mm. a cafe that does sandwiches and tea and bits of cake. Do you know what I mean? You can't beat yeah. a fucking library cafe. Yeah, so she was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." And then I said, "Then of course I always take things too far." I said, "You know what? I think I'm going to apply for a job here." 
<laughs> and she was like, what? Why? And I said, what a wonderful place to work. She went, what job? You're not, this is the National Archive. You're not an archivist. You don't know the first <laughs> thing about running an archive. I said, no, I'm, I'm thinking more like that geezer working in the bookshop. I could be him. Right? And she's like, no, look, you know, you can't just like a place and five minutes into liking it, plan on getting a job there or spending <laughs> all your time there. This is a bit like the episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm where Laurie becomes a car salesman because he thinks he'll be good at it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, that's it. I could see myself in this library. Hello. Um, oh, oh, you're interested in uh, the cabinet minutes from uh, discussions during the miners' strike in 1984. Yes, I can show you to that particular part of the archive. Follow me. No problem. I'm, getting, I'm getting a flavour here of Nigel Tufnell in Spinal Tap when he talks he, about opening working a in a shoe, shoe shop. shop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, ha- hello, Ad- madam. You're interested in the Victorian Inventions exhibition? Certainly. <laughs> Please come this way. <laughs> Spinal Tap was on the telly a couple of nights ago, which means it's on iPlayer for probably the next year. So if you've never seen oh, this, great. this is Spinal is that, Tap. No, and that, that, do you know what's great about that? It's really hard. It's not on any streaming services. So I tried to show it to my son yeah. last year, I think. And, um, yeah. and it was, think, yeah, you couldn't get it. I looked on, you know, I did the Dawson technique and used Just Watch and it's not anywhere. Yeah iPlayer's not on there, I don't think, I'll just watch. But I think the Beebs show it, like, every year just to keep it on the iPlayer. Right, good, know, okay. They, they uh, as soon as Len's back from the Isle of Wight, that's getting watched. And and it's only 80 minutes long as well, which is fantastic. Perfect um, length, 80 minutes. Oh, yeah. I saw a film at cinema yesterday, it was 80 minutes, but to be honest, I didn't like it that much. I fell asleep for the last 10 anyway, so I got a solid it? 70 minutes out of it. It's called Scrapper. And it's a debut oh, yeah. movie by a, a, a young um, British female director. And uh, it's set on an estate in London about a girl right. who's who's orphaned. And she's sort of basically doing that thing of trying to live alone and not letting social mm. services find out. It was all right. The, the main thing is she wears a West Ham shirt from the 90s throughout the entire film. And that is how my wife enticed me to come and see it. <laughs> <laughs> Because it was at the art house cinema that I'm usually suspicious of, you see. And yeah. uh, she said, I want to go and see this. And I didn't want to. I wanted to go to the Cineplex, right, and see a mainstream film. And she went, no, come on, you're like this. And I said, well, I'm not sure what's it about. Uh. And then she showed me the picture of it. And she went, you're going to like this, look. And the, and the little girl in it, who's the protagonist, wears a West Ham shirt throughout the whole thing. Right. And West Ham never get mentioned once outside of oh, it, though. So true. I felt shortchanged. So you fell asleep. She's just wearing it. As soon as I realised there was going to be no West Ham chat, I was like, right, shut down. Checking out. Body yeah. shut down. <laughs> the body down. Delaney out. Yeah. Right. Nice comfy um, seats though, yeah? Yeah. No, that was the yeah. other thing. It was really hot in the um, in the cinema, in the auditorium, would you call it? The cinema. I call it that, yeah. The cinema, yeah. the screening room. The theatre. It was so hot, Andy, and... And on top of that, they had a they'd put in a mobile air conditioning unit to try and fucking help the situation, but all that did was make a racket and not do anything to cool me down. So in the end, I just yeah, it was a case of I'm shutting my body down. It's the only way to escape. You survive. Mm. But okay. the National Archive, I I went there because there's an exhibition about inventions and what they have right. is when the government changed the law on in on patents. In the Victorian era, in like the 1850s or something, they said, listen, 
patents are a right hassle to get. So now what you yeah. can do is you can simply register your invention if you wish. We will make it, we will streamline it and you can just register your invention, right? And that way it's a different legal status. It's not as watertight, but at least people can see that you've done. But it was a it's Victorian era, right? And it fucking attracted so many people. There was a national craze for inventing. And oh. they all drew, and they all drew their inventions, right? They had mm. to, mate. They were Victorians. They didn't have an Apple Mac and nothing like that, right? Or a 3D printer. They just had to fucking draw them. But they drew them really neatly. And I can tell you, so, and all of this shit's in the National Archive. So they've stuck it up all over the place. All, all these fucking mad things. Because it, it wasn't just... There was some stuff that was good and prof- they were professional engineers. Yeah. But people were so into it, there was just mad shit. Do you know what I mean? Oh, I like the sound of this. this and they're draw- and it's all drawn r- and written really neatly. Victorians have really neat handwriting, mate. <laughs> so is it kind of like a Victorian, dra- Victorian Dragon's Den almost? It was like that. That's exactly it. Uh, just looking at some there. It's a photo. Hairbrushing apparatus. Uh, a machine that cleans hair. Inventor, Charles Septimus Ravenscroft. A hair cutter, restorer, and perfumier. Hey. <laughs> he registered this in 1865. Uh, the first hairbrushing machine was patented in 1862 and became a sensation with hairdressers rushing to install their own. They were originally designed to be used just by men and despite the name, were actually uh, for what cleaning rather than brushing hair as people rarely washed their hair at the time. The machine removed yeah. dirt from the scalp whilst, in quote marks, imparting an agreeable feeling. No, nice? what about that? Oh, I'd love to have an agreeable feeling imparted upon me. Jalapeño. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you wouldn't be hearing this brief but annoying message if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St Clement's each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your tits. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Jalapeño. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Jalapeño. I love Victorian advertising, if, you, if that's the right word for it. Yeah. Um, it's like the, the the Beatles song "Benefit of Mr. Kite." Oh yeah, well that's taken from a yeah. circus poster. Yes, there Mr. Andrew Dawson presents his most curious and peculiar yeah. podcast broadcasting device for your audible wonderment. Pablo Fanke's Circus Royal, Town Meadows, Rochdale, grandest night of the season, and positively the last night but three. All that sort of thing. Yeah, the Victorians were fucking brilliant. They were mental and brilliant. Um, So I've been looking at Victorian inventions this afternoon and I enjoyed it a a huge amount. Then I... uh, There's a bit more. Mr Henderson will undertake the arduous task of throwing 21 somersets on the solid ground. Fuck me. Which caused... They just nicked nicked it for for the lyrics for the song. But when you see it on the poster as well, it's lovely. Yeah. Yeah, so that was my uh, that was my day. Victorian inventors. Sounds good. Do you wonderful. know how long the exhibition's on for? I don't actually. I'll check it out though for you in case you fancy a visit next time you're in uh, London. The, um, I've got yeah, I've got a bit of a hankering for a, a day or two in London because there's um, there's a Paul McCartney photography exhibition on that I want to see. Yeah, there is. Yeah, my mum went to National that National Gallery or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, my mum went with her mate with her mate. Jackie up west yeah. and they decided to go oh, to the yeah. National Gallery and yeah. I said oh that's good did you see the Paul McCartney exhibition and she went oh, I don't don't think so no and I said did you say you I went to the National so. Gallery and she went yeah I said there's an exhibition there it's Paul McCartney's exhibition it's got a lot of press she went oh well she went I mean I, I did there were no I did see a lot of pictures of the Beatles I mean it, it could have been that I went yeah I think it fucking was that <laughs> Put to join the fucking dots. She just wasn't curious enough. Just she loves the Beatles, enough. but she's just got in there. Oh, ah, yeah, there's the Beatles. That's nice. Nice <laughs> I'll to not see. Not bother looking at that. I've nice seen it see. all. Oh, I've fucking seen them. I mean, don't get me yeah. wrong. I love the songs and all that, but fucking hell, if oh, I've seen them, them, if I've seen them once, I've seen them a million times. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we look at some more consumer rumours? Yeah. Come in from our uh, devoted listeners. Um, what have we got? There's, uh, yeah, we did mention talking about going to Tokyo and doing a show, and a couple of people mm. from Tokyo kind of said, are you really coming to Tokyo? Chances are probably not. But it's probably not, unless you find a way of, and I'm talking directly to you, the listeners in Tokyo, of financing it. The West Ham podcast that I work with, not the one I present, but one of the other ones that are part of the sort of thing, they go, because uh, it's all a, a Patreon thing, you know, and they go um, they go off to Australia and Las Vegas and they just get... What, do live shows? Yeah. They've done. They just done one in Perth this summer. Last summer mm-hmm. they did one in Vegas. And they always, there's always some sort of, they always get a company 
like a sponsor to basically sponsor the tour. Right. Uh, and then they get there and they sell loads of tickets to locals. All right. Yeah. I suspect we're not at that level. No, we we don't have as many fans as West Ham United have, but we must have some uh, corporate suckers out there who are willing <laughs> to come on the private jet with us and sponsor oh, it. Uh, yeah, or someone who could could write it off as a tax thing through yeah. their company. Send us over. Listen, this podcast goes out to a lot of people. It's not just about the people that turn up in Tokyo. We will then broadcast it, right, as a podcast. Uh, you want me to get your corporate logo tattooed somewhere on my person? I'm open to conversations. I'm open to to, a, to any conversation. Just get me to Tokyo, for fuck's sake. <laughs> anyway, Consumer Rumours, Andrew Sheech says, Consumer Rumour from when I was a kid, Pepsi was made from pig's blood. Never heard <laughs> that one before. Have you seen this one Feels... from Violet, Violet Nankovic? Good name. Uh, mm. Sorry that I accidentally called you Violent. Violent wanker viz. Um, hello, Sam and Andy. Long-term suffering listener. My husband insists on playing your podcast on very long car journeys we take. Hey. Uh, that's a backhanded compliment. I listen to it, but only because it's forced upon me. I felt compelled to write and tell you about the consumer rumour that traumatised my youth. I was told that Tampax tested tampons on rats. I was what? devastated at the thought of tampons being shoved up innocent rats' asses. I wrote to them to inquire if this was true, and they never responded, hoping it's not true. <laughs> That's a that that is a letter I would love to see if you still have a copy of it, Violet. Um, yeah, it would be go into that book or that Twitter account, Letters of Note. A young girl yeah. writes to yeah. Tampax asking if they test their products on rats, but they didn't respond. I think their silence, Sam, speaks volumes. Speaks volumes, yeah. In this case. P.S. I designed a kitchen for, and I'm not going to name the person because this is quite a damning story and we don't want to expose ourselves. Yeah. Let's just say she was a noted travel broadcaster of the 80s. Is that right? Is that fair to say? No. Yeah, but it's not Judith Chalmers. Okay. Um, (laughs) Right. It, she says, I, Violet says, I designed a kitchen for her. She had no spatial awareness and insisted we include an American fridge freezer in a 600 millimetre space. <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing was hard work. <laughs> <laughs> TTFN dickheads, Violet Palmer, wife of Chris, pa- Chris Paint. That's oh, vi- no, sorry. Violent Painter. Violet Paint. Violent Painter. Violent Painter. Like, um, like Jackson Pollock. Yeah. Violet Painter, wife of Chris Painter. Sorry, I made um, the right mess of reading that, that out. That, but that's good another email. possible topic. Have you done trade work for a celebrity and how did it go? We've had that. The geezer, the, do you remember a man came round, a listener came and made a fence for me, a gate? Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. Well, you're um, the celebrity in this case. Is that what you're saying? No. He came over and told me that he had worked for, uh, for celebrities in my locale. And, oh, yeah. On the barn scene. Yeah. On the barn scene. He'd made some fencing and gates for people. Yeah, celebrities. Did he name names? Who did he name? It was someone really good. Was it Giles Brandreth? <sighs> Fucking hell. 
don't even mention him because my son has really picked up on the idea that Giles Brandreth is my nemesis right. and, ke- yeah. and keeps doing fucking pranks on me where he's like leaves Giles Brandreth's author page open on my fucking on my laptop when he's been using it <laughs> and stuff like that and keeps br- bringing up Giles. He keeps like asking me, who's your, fav- who, who's your favourite author when we're on holiday? And he goes around the table and then they, and then it gets to him. The whole thing is a prank because they go, "Who's yours?" And he goes, oh, "It's got to be Brandreth." Fucking yeah. he goes, "Brandreth, some of those books he's written about the Queen." <laughs> <laughs> but listen, like Barnes, Barnes Book Fair's coming up in September, and I'm doing an event there of Irving Welsh and Brandreth's on the same bill. And I don't, I don't want to say it's going to get naughty, but I think it could get naughty. That's, Put it this way: I'll be that, wearing my fucking Stone Island. That's a hell of a lineup. You, Irvin Welsh, and Brandreth. Yeah, all in the same building. <laughs> fucking hell. Yeah, mate. I'll come down for that. Yeah, it's Incorporate fucking going to be my London trip. Yeah, exactly. Because we're just around the corner from Q. Come down, mate. Be right, laugh. Yeah, might do. Um, I'll show. You, I'll show you the sights around Barnes. Bit yeah, of luck, Lineker uh, might turn up, mate. Lineker might turn up on his haunches. Yeah, just met, in the in the in the bushes. He might turn up full, fully erect. It'd be like that um, that picture of Tony Blair that the Tories put on that poster where he had bright red eyes. It'd be yeah. like that would be in the bushes. Yeah, You'll yeah. just see the bright red eyes at the back because I think these events are done in a. Sometimes they set up a tent on the like the green in the middle of barns. I think yeah. it might be in one of them. And so he'll be able to watch from the bushes outside the tent, probably. He might do that. Right. Just because he likes to keep a low one, yeah. Yeah, I'll come down, no problem. Um, What else we got? Some more consumer rumours that have come in over the past few days. McDonald's-based rumour again. Fucking hell. Stephen Wilson. When they run the McDonald's Monopoly, you get more chance of winning the National Lottery twice than winning the McDonald's Monopoly. Again, oh, again, on. that's just a rumour. We can't yeah. be getting stuck into cast dispersions against McDonald's marketing techniques. You know, these are, this is a very fucking litigious outfit we're dealing with here, so tread carefully. Yeah. We do not believe any of these. Just want to say that. Um, Will Munton, when I was in primary school, Sunny Delight was absolutely massive. <laughs> yeah, Sunny D. We... We all heard a rumour that someone had drank so much of it they turned orange. My friends and I all stopped drinking it. That was a widespread rumour. I I'd heard that one and I wasn't even a kid when that one was doing the There was rounds. a lot of things. Uh, for Sunny Delight. A lot of consumer rumours got so big that they actually did make people, kids, change their consumer habits. Did Was Sunny Delight not revealed to have something like 20 fucking cups of sugar in it or something like that? Yeah, and also... I uh, think that's still uh, making it. Glass dust. Yeah. <laughs> no, not really. Again, don't want to get cat sued. Shit. Yeah, that's how they flavoured it. They got cat shit from China. Gareth Wilson. Does hearing in the playground that Ray and Anita off of Two Unlimited were dead in a car crash count as a consumer rumour? <laughs> no, that's not a consumer. That's a pop rumour. We'll file pop that. Pop rumour's that, completely different. That's pop rumour. That goes alongside Mark Harmond with the spunk in his yeah. tummy. Uh, yeah, different category. Less less interesting to us, really, because pop rumours are more does. mainstream, aren't they? Yeah. 
Um, I think we've exhausted the consumer rumours there, but we've got some... Well, um, keep more coming in, lads, because they're really yeah. good. There's got to be yeah. more. I'm pretty we've sure... football predictions. I talked before do. about polo making polo mints making you sterile. Have, you, have we mentioned that, that one, one before? I don't know where that was. That, 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 that's certainly one that I remember from school. It made you right. sterile. Although why we were bothered about being sterile when we were school children, I don't know. I mean, you know... <laughs> All I, I want to do when I grow up is become a father. I know, yeah. It's like, <laughs> you know, consumer, consumer rumours are really big when you're about nine, ten, aren't they? That's like, the, yeah. that's the golden age of consumer rumours. So why we gave a shit about being sterile. Oh, I must remain fertile. <laughs> I need yeah. to sire an heir. I need to create a family. <laughs> You'd be like, oh, good. Oh, I want a kid out. I'm never going to have sex with a bird. <laughs> um, so we've got some uh, predictions to do quickly mm. before we go. Here we are. First of all, Manchester. Sorry, Arsenal versus Manchester United. Uh, oh, it's massive. I say Man- Arsenal 2, Manchester United 0. Sorry, Man U fans. I know there'll be a lot of you out there because there's a lot of you everywhere. Yeah, but I I've got a bad go... feeling about your season. You look a bit shit. Can I just match that? Can I go 2-0 as well, Arsenal? Yeah. They do. Have you seen them? I, I mean, Arsenal yeah. got off to a great start, but United look poor to me. I don't know about that 10-half be... bloke. He looks creepy. Like he looks... It could just be early bad season form, don't... Don't know, but it doesn't look good, does it? No, no offence, right, but... I'm looking at Ten Hag and I'm starting to think he looks, and it's not just because he's Dutch. I'm starting to think he looks a bit like a Partly sex. Partly because he's Dutch. He looks a bit like a sex person. Do you know what I mean? Oh, Don't yeah. you think? Yeah, maybe. Like someone maybe. who'd own an executive flat. It reminds with no, me a bit hardly of that any furniture in. It reminds me a bit of that comedian Andy Parsons. Oh yeah, same kind yeah. of look as him. Yeah, Andy Parsons in the, in the jaw area. There's something yeah. not right about that fella, and he's going around buying weird fucking players like that Anthony bloke and shit for loads of money, and they're fucking bag <laughs> average. And I don't know. I think this is all part of an elaborate sex perv game. You'll see. We could just clip that out and put it in our new football podcast. If yeah, you like. that's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brentford versus Bournemouth. Uh, I'll go first on this. Fucking hell, Brentford, Bournemouth. Oh, I think Bournemouth are going to go down this season. I think they're going to be pretty yeah. shite. Uh, I'm going to say 2 0 again. 2 0 Brentford. Yeah, all right. I'll go. I'll go 2 1 Brentford. Okay. Luton versus West Ham. Luton's ground is finally ready for the, for the that, uh, that And the Premier what League. a game to start with. They'll be so excited about West Ham visiting. And, and I can tell you, West Ham are excited about going there as well. I'm gutted I can't get a ticket. Yeah. This will be a. This is Friday night on the box. There will yeah. be quite the atmosphere. Uh, so it's going to be tough, but I think we'll win it 1-0. Mm, tight. Um, yeah, I do think I it'll think be tight. It. I think you'll win 3-0. I mm, hope so. There you go. Saturday lunchtime, 12.30, Sunderland versus Southampton. Course, Those fuckers, uh, they better not be playing, what's his name? Ross Stewart, well, he's still injured. He's still Fuck, injured. Thank He's God, because that, that is the worst. If you sell a player and two days later he plays against you. Fuck that. Is, is, is he going to be sat there with his Southampton tracksuit on? The cunt. He better stay away. Oh. The, the fucking snake. Um, oh, I don't know. I haven't been monitoring it enough. I'm going to have to say uh, Southampton. Uh, oh, is it your... 
Is it you going it's first? It's me to go first. Yeah, I'll, I'll first crack at this one. I think this will be 2-1 to Southampton. Okay, I'm actually going to say 1-0. 1-0. 1-0. All right. Yeah. Finally, Brighton versus uh, Newcastle United. Hmm. Uh, I reckon Brighton 2, Newcastle 1. I think it will be 2-0 to Brighton. Mm-hmm. I think there's something not quite right about Newcastle so far this season. Yeah. Um, there we are. That's our football opinions and our predictions. <laughs> and that's what it's about. It's all about opinions. It's all about opinions, yeah. isn't it? We've all got them. We've yeah. all got them. We're like my... ourselves. And the thing is, mine might change. Might change this time next week. I might, might think change. something else. That's the game. You know? That's what. That is why we all love this game. Yeah. There you go. Uh, thanks for listening and goodbye. Goodbye. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.